Hi, babes! It's me, Hot High Priestess, and welcome to the first episode of The Priestess Perspective. Guys, we came up with a name very last minute because the one we wanted was taken. But I am joined here for my first ever episode with my best friend, Emily. Hello. (laughs) And I'm so excited to take you guys down memory lane and the journey of how we got here. Yeah. And ask ourselves if this is even real. So let's dive in, guys. Thank you guys so much for joining. And yeah. Okay, we're back. So we're going to talk about how I got into this, how I ended up right here sitting on my floor doing a podcast for you guys, how Hot High Priestess came about because, guys, it was a journey, right? Yeah. (laughs) It was a journey. So let's roll it back to the very beginning where TikTok really just became a thing. Okay, because guys, TikTok used to like not be a thing. I don't remember the world before TikTok. Emily, do you? Um, I don't know. It just feels like it was always a part of life in a way. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think with the pandemic, Mm. that's when everyone started using TikTok. So I guess I would say that I can't remember the world before the pandemic. That's, see, that's deep. That's depressing. (laughs) Right? (laughs) No, but seriously, I don't. Yeah. I really don't. Um. But yeah, so TikTok really came about right before the pandemic, right? right? Like, I think it was the summer before when it started blowing up. And then a lot of, because it was, it used to be musically. Right. So I didn't, then, I forgot about yeah, that completely. Moved on Who, to, did people, like, only little kids used musically, I think. Like, yeah, and like, like, weird. It was like, like Vine. Creators. It was just, it was a really, it wasn't like Vine, because Vine was like there was a sense of comedy to it whereas mm. musically was a lot of like movie. thirst traps it's like thirst it trapping was thirst like traps yeah thinking. yeah so like the people yeah. i don't know why i don't want to shade anyone but <laughs> like i don't know why anyone really hopped on that bandwagon yeah. but the people that watched did musically kind of transition into tiktok and then oh. tiktok blew up over the summer of 2019 and see then, i forgot yeah. about that also yeah. i'm really bad at timelines guys so like I don't remember what 2019 was, what 20, I think in terms of school years. So I'm in college. So I think like first semester of my freshman year, blah, blah, blah. Like I think like that. So TikTok started when it was our like sophomore year, second semester. No. First semester. First, no, freshman year. year. It started summer of freshman year. So then I downloaded TikTok like my first semester of freshman year of college and then mm. no one at, when did we get kicked off march 13th march. Of okay mm-hmm. so so yeah emily essentially she was the first one in the friend group to get tiktok and she was obsessed with it uh yeah i like made all these videos of me dancing like, i did it what everyone was doing at the time all the trends like, all the renegade the stupid renegade, renegade. Mm-hmm. the renegade she renegated everywhere yeah i forgot about that too we Holy have a group shit. chat called the renegals yeah oh yeah. i forgot where that even came from yeah i was like where did that come from renegals yeah so she was renegading everywhere i hated tiktok because okay emily doing what was that called the the what was this the oh that was um i don't know it was the audio that was like um like she's a 
What is it? I don't know. It was a dish dance? Or did you make that up? Oh, I, no, I made that up. Oh, you made Emily was a trendsetter, so she started this random trend where she would take a, a, dinner, a dish, a, a dinner, dinner plate. plate. Oh, because the lyrics were dinner plate, something. A dinner plate, yeah, not a dinner yeah, plate. Exactly. And she would just make a random dance with you, these dinner plates at our friend's dorm. And it was a whole thing. And like she would do it every time, very every minute. All the time. So it got really annoying to me. So I was like, screw TikTok. I hope Emily deletes it. <laughs> honestly, honestly, I thought it was so annoying. And then not her, just TikTok, the app. I was like, this is really dumb. Little did I know we'd be here today. But um, yeah, so you got into that. We, you know, we did that one, Go Demarcus. Yeah. That was a really iconic one. There was that one song that just went, Go Demarcus, Go Demarcus. Demarcus. And we would dance. I, that's when I started getting into yeah. it because I really love the Demarcus song. Like I was obsessed and I would do the dance when like we'd go to parties and stuff. I'd, I'd do, we'd make a little TikTok on the Fast. way to the party when yes. we were waiting for the bus. Yep. At the bus stop, we would renegade. hit, yeah, we would do the renegade. We would, I didn't know the renegade. I, I to them. this day. It's blackmail. You what? It's, I said it's blackmail for you. Oh yeah, no, I, no, I cannot yeah. do a renegade. Like let's just, as a TikToker, I cannot do the renegade. I'm sorry, I failed, okay. but um. So yeah, that that happened. Oh my god, my phone. But yeah. So what happened next? Oh, pandemic. What so did we did I download? Okay, I think I downloaded TikTok right before we got kicked off yeah. campus. This was like right before because I remember filming some of my TikToks at the same bus station doing stupid stuff. Oh. Right. So I downloaded I downloaded TikTok and then we got kicked off campus. Yes. And that was crazy. Yeah, that was awful. It was I'm horrible. Zero out of ten. What? Tell experience. me about that experience. I mean, I think most of the world experienced it too, where like your life was put on pause, but you thought it would only be for a couple of like weeks. Wait, Wait let's then- let's go back in time. That was guys, I'll be honest, I didn't start to live truly like I didn't feel like I started to live life until college Mm. my whole life before college was working up to college to moving out to like live this life that I've always dreamed of but I worked my butt off to get to college and finally experience college and mind you I was graduating a year early I was planning to at least and so when this pandemic hit I you know at first, obviously, we didn't we, we didn't, didn't think know. we we thought it would be a, like a early what spring break or something. Yeah, I think like we just thought. I mean, even if we did get kicked off for the rest of the semester, like you would think that the next semesters would be normal. Yeah. So, like, you never you didn't think that like life would it, look like yeah. That we now. we thought it was like we had no idea. I mean, no one knew, right? No one knew what was going to happen, and so we, you know, end up getting kicked off. And I think at the time, even, and this sounds so, you know, I regret feeling this way, but in a way I was kind of excited to go, you know, on a little vacay back home, like, because we didn't think it, we know, obviously when the pandemic started, we didn't know anything. So we get kicked off. And then, you know, at first it was like one school got kicked out, the next school got kicked out and then it was us. Yeah. And it just like hit 
and we, we were, were one of, like the last schools to get kicked out in our area. So yeah. it was like we thought our school might our school's not the the most progressive. <laughs> yeah. So I think we all thought we might stay because we were a bit different, but we knew yeah. it was bad when we got kicked off. Yeah, no, and it started getting pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Like, and this was before the vaccine, before everything. Exactly. And let's, I mean, you know, pandemic lockdown initially, I think was a pretty great time. I had a great time. I, right? I mean, this was, and you wouldn't think, right? Because I mean, really. Preface, we had the privilege of having a good experience. Um, Yes, let's make that very clear. Yeah, neither of us were immunocompromised. Immunocompromised. My my family is. um, Emily's mom is. So, well, not now my sister. But um, yeah, so she. it, It was scary, but I mean, we all literally couldn't go anywhere at that time. Yeah. So it. I wasn't scared of anyone getting it because no one was leaving the house. Right. This was, this was when the whole world was on lockdown. Like people were not going to work. People were not going to the grocery store. It's good to recount on these things because I I feel like we're going to forget it at some point. It was was like, and I mean, you're from a more populated, like more dense area. So if you were to go into like the more populated area where you live, you the the drastic difference like there if you saw it the way that it looked in 2020 of like march it would be insane it was whereas like where i am like i just there's nowhere for me to actually witness mass groups of people so accessibly yeah so i think that i didn't really see how empty it was until i saw like photos of like where we're from yeah and so it was like it was crazy like we were scared to go to the grocery store we were scared to get amazon packages i remember that's when it hit me that i was like this is a real thing like we're like wiping down amazon packages it's funny it's just so weird it's it's we had no idea and Mm -mm. you know when it hit me that the this was real when i was on a train going to the city and i saw a lady walk in with like an n50 whatever it was called n51 mask was she wearing like a whole get up oh she was <laughs> she had a bucket with a spray like sanitizer spray wipes sanitizer she had a whole bucket it looked like she was a cleaning lady but she wasn't gloves this was when people started wearing gloves because yeah. they were really scared to take public transportation she had the mask she had goggles on oh my God. she was like I was like, holy, yeah. Like this is zombie apocalypse. It like, was, was that before we got kicked off? This was like the right break? after. I think it was right after. It might have been right uh, before. It might have yeah, been right I think, before. I but think schools got kicked out, and then yeah, because we got kicked out right after right. Our spring break, or whatever it was, like yeah. a, whatever, like right after we had a break. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we did have. So we had the privilege of not. No, yeah. Having to like having a good experience and like. Neither of us are, like, providing for a family, so That's we true. didn't lose any, like, we didn't lose any form of income that provided for, like, a family. Like, I pay for school, so that was tough. I think for us individually, it wasn't yes. that difficult. Obviously, for our families, though, yes, it was hard. True. And our families was both very scary, yeah. work jobs that you cannot do online. Exactly, so, exactly. Like, you know, we go to a school where people's family like, very the transition rich. wasn't wasn't as bad oh absolutely but for us it was a bit difficult yeah so we both you know the reason I connected with Emily 
sorry about that cut guys i yeah i'm still testing this out but what i was saying is that emily and i the reason we connected was because you know we go to a school with a lot of really 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 privileged people yes and we both come from humble beginnings where yeah i i mean i'm very cognizant of like and i'm and priestesses too um (laughs) (laughs) of like like our backgrounds and what we yes. have and we're very grateful for what we have and it, mm-hmm. you know it makes us the people we are today oh, 100%. Um, and if you threw me into like 95 different other places it would look a lot different but at the the current institution that we're at we're definitely more of the outliers yes um or at least that's that's the perception that we have because um wealth is is just as physical as it is mental Mm. here and yeah no and I think something we talk about a lot is like that wealth is one a mindset right because you know I think comparatively like damn like $15 is a lot sometimes you know what I mean and to the people who go to the school that we go to it's pennies and so wealth is a mindset first of all and when you say that like it's it's like $15 from who like I work two jobs right $15 is an hour of my time isn't that crazy but if you know their parents like if they provide them with any form of like disposable income which is not no which is not anyone's fault it's just (laughs) different from my experience so you know that them having $15 is different than me having $15 that wow yeah it is. Yeah. And we, I mean, we both came to college. We fully support ourselves. Yeah. Like that's been, I don't get financial support from anyone. I'm fully on my own here. Emily is too. And that really, I think, bonded us because it's hard. Like, let's be real. It's hard to support yourself when you don't have a full-time job. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, and so Emily and I were just... Yeah, we, oh my God, let's see the story of how we met though. Real quick, real quick for those of you listening who are curious, Emily and I took a class together. Sorry. Emily and I took a class together, um, a philosophy theology class. Yeah. And she, um, you know, I don't even remember how this happened, but one day she was going to a Steve Lacey concert. (laughs) And I, I don't know if she just mentioned it. I, I think you might have because you're you are a person that like does the small talk in class mm. with the people next to you i feel like yeah i do i do maybe more so back then because I, I don't not know everyone's not these yeah everyone's yeah. trying to make friends back then. yeah <laughs> but um you know it's pre-pandemic mm-hmm. but i think you, you in the bathroom because i was taught i was oh, i don't even know but i think we you know what? I think we were friends at that point. We were like on very... small talk terms. Yeah. Like, and... we definitely... I really thought Emily was, like, the nerdy, quiet girl. Like, at the beginning, <laughs> I really did. I was like, she would never be friends with me. Like, I don't know. But when she said she was going to Steve Lacey yeah. to see him in concert, I was like, can I come with you? Right. And, uh, and, and it yeah. wasn't weird because it was freshman year of college and right. everyone does that kind of thing. And so the rest is history. It was an amazing concert, by the way. Concert. It was the best He's concert so I've ever yeah, been Pubbing to. Steve Lacey. Yeah. Hit me up if you want to work with me. I'll give, <laughs> I'll give you a reading, Steve Lacey. But um, yeah, so that's how. But so that philosophy theology class really, I think, was the beginning of my spiritual awakening. Mm. And, and I think 
you know, obviously it was the reason we met, but also, you know, meeting Emily in conjunction with this philosophy theology class, it really opened the door to a spiritual awakening for me because I was being tested on all different versions and perspectives of the world. Mm Mm-hmm. And hence the priestess perspective. So, <laughs> um, I come from a very atheist. Ba- well, personally, not my family. Personally, I come from a very atheist perspective. Mm-hmm. Never believed. I did believe in God at one point, but I think it caused me a lot of anxiety issues, mental health issues, and obsessions. So I distanced myself from religion yeah. completely, and. Um, not culture, just the idea of like religion. And that was a very personal decision for me, mostly just for mental health reasons. Um, and I, I don't have disrespect at all, or like, I don't judge people if they have, mm-hmm. um, you know, if they believe in God and things yeah. like that. Cause Emily, on the other hand. Yeah. I'm very much Catholic, um, born and raised. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't like religion's always been something that's been, very much a part of me and even subconsciously and consciously mm-hmm. I think the way that I think of things without like my anxiety mm-hmm. like everything stems from my background mm-hmm. with the church and that sounds like I'm no I was like uber religious growing up and That's I was very crazy. catholic like very much like just lived in a cat like a catholic neighborhood mm-hmm. very just believed in god I thought I was she thought I she thought was, was going to be a nun. Yeah, yeah I she thought I was thought... going to be a nun. I didn't want to get married, so I was like, <laughs> I'm going to be a nun instead. At the, crazy? like, ripe age of seven. <laughs> so. Um, Just Emily things. Yeah. And She's think, single, by the way, guys. Stop. <laughs> I'm going to be a nun. Don't call them up. But then, um, I think around, I don't know. I don't know when I, like, questioned it, but, like, it was always something that I came back to. And it was always something I wanted to get back into. And mm-hmm. I just, it's because religion is almost like a habit. Like you have to practice it. Yeah. So, which sounds weird, but <laughs> then, then I think coming into college, it was something more on the back burner of my mind. And I didn't, I didn't want to, I don't want to say I had like a spiritual awakening at that point. Mm. I don't even want to say what I've gone through as a spiritual, I don't know. It definitely was. Yeah. Yeah. But it's hard for me to remember that time. Right. Right. Which was, like, later than when I started college. But I was always into, like, astrology, and I believed yeah. in it. And so, I, yeah. Emily's my on-retainer astrologer, by the way. I go to – so I obviously know the basics of astrology, but I'm definitely – I wouldn't consider myself an astrologer. Emily, on the other hand, knows quite a bit about astrology. So I – always go to her for my astrology questions, but mm-hmm. she really is the one who introduced me to spirituality. And I, I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for that, right? So she really got me into, I, I think maybe you mentioned astrology and like reading my birth chart or something. Yeah, I mean, I, I think astrology was always something that, like I had co-star, but obviously I got rid of it. <laughs> but I was the type of person that did like full in-depth birth chart readings of, in my high school. Like yeah, I did, And like, by the way, guys, we will discuss because Emily will start offering birth chart readings potentially. Stop. So <laughs> if you want one, hit me up. Yeah, I'll, I'll contact you guys or I'll put you in contact. Is there a market for it? <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't, I think astrology was something that I brought up almost as like a hobby because I really liked it and a lot of people a lot of people had a different perspective on it mm-hmm. before COVID which sounds crazy and but I, that's there was definitely very a mass, true a mass 
awakening or shift in ideology. Do you think it's the age of Aquarius that might have contributed? Um, I, you know, I don't want to say it's because of, you know, something. Do you think it could have been, like, the trend? I think it, it could have easily been the trend. And I think, you know, once you unlock one door, you're introduced to a whole new world. So whether you yeah. start believing in, you know, the tarot videos were really blowing up on TikTok. And we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah. Um, and I think astro- astrology became very digestible. Yes. So, and I mean, it's more common to see people with like a co-star and they don't know exactly what everything means. They don't know like what a transit is or they don't know what what a like a retrograde is they only know like they're very basic which is not a bad thing if there's no like connotation to it Mm -hmm. um but it's definitely one of those things that became more palatable for the people right so that's why I think more people have like it now or more into it now and believe it it became very digestible so I kind of you know, I would throw it out there and be like, oh, does anyone want a birth chart reading? Like, and, you know, people think it's funny because they right. were like, you know, is it actually accurate? And then mm-hmm. they realize it is. And <laughs> yeah. like, oh, Well, that's no. what I'm saying is when Emily read, you know, some of my time passage, whatever, like she read through my chart and I felt understood. Yeah. You know, and I think that's why a lot of people gravitate towards astrology and spirituality and tarot and all this is because it gives us answers, it gives us guidance, and it makes us feel understood. Yeah. And I think that it's such an intimate experience when someone is able to understand you like that, right? Knowing nothing about you too, right? And um, I think TikTok was a big contributing factor to the acceptance of spirituality in modern day society. True. Because astrology, tarot, all, witchcraft even was really demonized, yeah. obviously. And, and you know, Emily coming from this Catholic background, you would say, like, it's way more acceptable today, right? It's, it's still, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, I think, like, I mean, I think more just this generation and more people in this generation are atheists. Mm-hmm. And I think that just comes from, like, globalization and just, you know modernization Mm -hmm. so I think new ideas are more accepted generally like in a very broad way of saying things so you know whether that be spirituality or something like economic like any new idea that that arises is generally more accepted than it would have been in like you know it's our generation it's our generation it's our generation and And millennials yeah and tiktok really reaches that generation and that you know audience and i think that's why it's been so transformative and viral is because we're reaching an audience of people who are willing to open their minds and try to understand these things right and so i will say though that there that with that does come obviously the the whitewashing of a lot of religious practices and other spiritual um, rituals that have been practiced for centuries by other groups. A hundred percent. I don't want to say that like, you know, being immediate, like psychic, Mm -hmm. psychic abilities is not, you know, it's not a practice like honed or like, it's not something that's practiced by one group of people. I think it's, it's spread. spread. Yeah. Um, I think tarot, I think 
its origins are disputed a little bit yeah. and it can be a bit tense but i know that there are definitely just want to preface that with tiktok did come this whitewashing of spirituality yeah. that a lot of people aren't really aware of and i think that that goes into the like making spirituality palatable mm, the whitewashing is what makes yeah. it palatable to a lot of people right. and i think people don't acknowledge that yeah so i think just to just to just while we're talking about bringing up spirituality and the rise of it because of tiktok it's yeah. also just as important to acknowledge, just acknowledge yeah. the other things that come with it oh and, and i really appreciate that i think yeah, no, that's course. i think you see this that's what i'm saying this is why i love emily because she really brings it back to reality like <laughs> and i think yeah no it, it's true I, I appreciate that and i think it's important to be mindful of these things and understand where these beliefs are coming from because yeah. they're not coming from thin air right? right it's coming from a history of a culture oftentimes um and we need to be respectful of that right yes. just sensitive, Agreed. sensitive. and at yeah. least understand and right. research the history right yeah. i think that's an important aspect of it um and being you know kind yeah. like at the end of the day just being respectful of people's beliefs right and that is on all ends you know people who disrespect the belief of tarot you know mm. would you say the same things you say to someone who believes in tarot to someone who's christian or you know jewish or something you wouldn't say that to yeah. other groups so why are you saying it to someone who believes in mm-hmm. where you put your faith right. just if you put your faith right. in something else that's totally cool. And exactly. I think it's just not traditional mm. because it's new. Yeah. Or by new, I mean like palatable and popularized by TikTok. Girl, you got Stop. this lot. She knows. <laughs> I'm moving the podcast over to Stop. her. Like, no, just that's, I mean, yeah. It's, it's just in quote unquote new. Yes. So people think it's different in that yeah. because those words are somehow synonymous. But. I think TikTok made it very acceptable. Yeah. And I think that is the beauty of it. And obviously there's there's a lot to love and hate about TikTok and, and spirituality on TikTok and all social media. But on the other hand, I think, you know, I think it really ex- made it an acceptable thing and a very even trendy and likable thing. I mean, you walk into any bookstore these days. Right. And you have tarot, you have astrology, you have everything. And it's in a way almost capital, like they're capitalizing off of it. And it's a very consumerist thing, especially the crystals and people not even knowing where these crystals are coming from. I think, well, that's a whole other discussion. But, you know, being mindful again of the fact that a lot of things are becoming trendy and like very much built for the consumer. Um, And I think just being aware of that is important yeah but moving on yeah um so where were we yeah so we get sent off from campus yes i'm downloading tiktok at this point i think emily and i were definitely undergoing at least me i was undergoing a spiritual awakening and i think you were too right yeah i and throughout the last semester of my like college uh, freshman year i was going through almost like I don't want to call it depersonalization, but I was definitely almost my ego was withdrawing from society. And it definitely wasn't an ego death, but it was like perception. Like I could, I was struggling, struggling with the idea of perception and like me being an entity on this planet being perceived and like, 
you know, understanding, you know, other people and is that authentic? Like what is authenticity right. in that case? Wow. Yeah. So, and I, I'll just yeah. say like that is, I definitely felt the same way. And I think one of my favorite quotes is by Allen Ginsberg, um, who's a poet that I really like. And he says, there is no truth. There are only points of view. Yeah. And that has always stuck with me because what is the truth? There is no truth. I mean, really, there really isn't. And I, I'm taking, I just took a class actually um, on psychology and neuroscience. And, um, <laughs> and we learned about how really, I mean, my shade of blue is not necessarily your shade of blue. Like right. you think about the the dress. Remember that the dress oh, that went God. viral? Yeah. Isn't that crazy that we could both look at the exact same image and can't we cannot agree right. on what the color of the dress is? And I think that's in the life. That's life. We yeah. all have our own perspectives, but what is the truth? Right. There is no truth. But anyway, back to what you're saying. Um, yeah. So we were oh, going through the spiritual yeah. awakening. So then I think, I mean, I was always, I've been into, or I've been like researching, mm. not heavily. Um, what's the word? Astrology. Astrology. I like to think of it. I've been re like, for a couple of years at that point. So she's been loosely, on it, guys, before the trends. Very loosely. But then I think I got more into it over the summer just because we had nothing to do. Mm. And that's when I started, like, and I, I learned about manifesting from, like, TikTok and videos on manifesting. Yes. And so yeah. that started before we got kicked off. Because we were doing our walks um, before. Wait, no, 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 no. I, I think we were. No, I don't think so. No, we weren't. We were not. Okay, I'm wrong. Um, I'm wrong, guys. See, I'm wrong sometimes. I mean, and if we were, I think no, it we wasn't... definitely weren't. We weren't, but you know what we were doing? I was reading tarot. Yeah. I. This is where. So we're getting into the juice, guys. We had a break. It was like a fall break or something, right? And I was getting back into tarot, and I, I think a lot of it was inspired by TikTok because I finally caved in. I got the app and the algorithm learns you really well. So yeah. within a matter of days, I was on Tarot TikTok, which at the time was really, really small. It's a really small niche right. with creators like Cynthia Tarot and Jenny Chang, who mm -hmm. I now consider like my colleagues, which yeah. is crazy to say, because I am, I sh straight up was their biggest fan. Like seriously, yeah. Emily knows this. You can I, be their fan and their colleagues. I am. I yeah. am still a fan. I'm a huge fan of fan, both of them. Friends, family. Yeah. <laughs> so... I was getting into the whole thing, loving tarot. My biggest inspiration was Stargirl, the Practical Witch on YouTube, who I'd been watching for years at this point. And I had bought a tarot deck a while back, but I left it at home. Mm -hmm. And so during that break, I was like, I felt drawn to it. I was like, I am going home to get this deck of damn tarot cards. I need it. I felt drawn to it. Yeah. And I think that's where it all began, was that calling towards the tarot. The tarot. And I think... That goes for you guys listening at home as well. Like when you feel really called and drawn to do something, take it as a sign that you are meant to do something and it can be something really mm -hmm. big and successful for you. And so got my deck of tarot cards. Um, we come back to campus. So this was before co like COVID was real. Like, I mean, it was probably happening. Honestly, oh, we sure. just didn't know about yeah. it. And um I was giving readings like for fun to like right. Gabe and like people at the dining hall, just like having fun, whatever. 
Um, I was such a noob. I had my like 10 sheets of yeah, paper, yeah. like cut out paper with like the meanings of every, I was just trying to learn because right. learning tarot is really hard guys. I think people ask me all the time, like how long does it take to learn tarot? It is a lifetime of yeah. learning. You're never, you You're know, learning something new every day, every day, every yeah. freaking day. Um, it's an ongoing practice. It's like learning a language. Like you, I can speak English, but I'm, there's so much left to learn about right. the language. Right. So that's the way I compare it. And so we get kicked off campus. Yes. Hence starts the pandemic. And we, I think this is where a lot of people went through some of the biggest spiritual awakenings of human history. Yeah. Honestly, a mass awakening at that because people were really brought back to their core. Yeah. I mean, sitting at home for like a month, I mean, That'll... it was probably longer. Oh, it was three months probably reevaluating what work means what yeah. family means what life means because people are losing their lives left and right and health and safety people were going through crazy crazy spiritual awakenings yeah. and we were part of that obviously and i think tiktok was a part of that very much and so yeah like spirituality really started trending on tiktok yeah do you remember so when did i okay so we come back the next school year mm-hmm. in the fall and it's my sophomore year right yeah. and it's november and at this point i was obsessed with tiktok as i should be and obsessed with tarot because i spent all of the break learning tarot well not the break the pandemic rather yeah um and we come back to campus and I just had this inclination, this feeling, this drive, the same one I had when I wanted to get that deck from my house to post videos on mm-hmm. TikTok, to be like Cynthia Tarot. Honestly, I just wanted to be like Cynthia Tarot. Yeah. I love her so much. And so I posted a series of three videos. It was like, the one you see is the one that's meant for you. Closed out of the app because I made a new account. I closed, maybe I went on my Did other account. Did you name account. it High Priestess? Oh, I don't, I think I did. Yeah. I think I've always been hot high priestess. I pride myself on that. Okay. Yeah. Um, right. Isn't that such a good name? <laughs> I don't know how you it took me that. a minute to like figure it out. Yeah. Um, and so I, cl- I go back on my like personal TikTok or whatever, mm-hmm. like, or I close up the app and then what happened? Like, what was your experience of me, of that video? Cause I one think- of the videos goes viral. Yeah. So I think, well, all of them do. But, like, one of them went super viral. Like, yeah, a million I, think, views. I think you, we were partaking in a party. Just kidding. But I think we were in the, mm-hmm. the suite. Mm-hmm. And I think we were all doing something. So you just did oh, That little... sounds like we're doing drugs. No, we no, were not no. doing drugs. No drugs. Drugs. Stay away from, Stay away from prescription drugs. meds. That's what one of my professors said. So gave me a B plus, by the way. Ugh. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but we were just, like. I don't know. We were we were having TikTok was like not even a factor in life at that point. Yeah, it was it was so not. Yeah. You were just like, "Oh, I just like film something and then, you know, and then you like a couple like 30 minutes or something passes by yeah. and you check your phone and you're like, "Oh my god." Like ah! this has I like freaked out. 3000 likes. And yeah, no, like, like I had like I was dead freaking out for over 3000 likes. Yeah. Like and guys, it was I will never be able to describe the feeling the rush that you feel when a video goes viral. Obviously now I've been numbed to it a bit, unfortunately, but that first time hitting that, like, sorry, my 
anyway um hitting that re- uh refresh button on the notifications and it and just seeing all the the likes pop up was crazy right it's like every yeah. time i refreshed it was like a hundred new notifications right and i just like i just couldn't breathe like i really couldn't breathe it was just like something that just didn't look real right yeah it, it was real. unreal it was a rush it felt like i did some drugs even though we weren't doing <laughs> drugs i mean this was the closest thing and it was i guys i can't describe it i cannot describe to this day it's one of the most exhilarating feelings i've ever felt and, it's, and it was yeah. definitely one of those things that like it was just meant to happen at that time yeah like you know what i mean like yeah. some things just happen for the right reason at the right time and like i think that was just one of those things because i don't think if it blew up you would have posted again right right you no you're I mean? completely right yeah if it didn't blow up i probably would have it would have been the end of hot high priestess yet yeah. here we are exactly and yeah i mean it, it, that was really what what set it off yeah um guys it, it was it was insane i couldn't sleep for three days yeah that I, was true right i you, i could not you sleep just kept checking it because it would just keep going like, it, you yeah. know what i mean yeah. like how are you gonna stop something that's like you can't stop yourself when you're like yeah constantly checking something that is yeah. never stopping the way i describe it to people the closest thing i can think of is like you know when you're waiting for like your SAT score or like an AP exam yeah. and it's like it hits midnight and you're like that feeling of waiting till midnight right. till the exam scores hit or whatever that's because I'm a nerd these are the only <laughs> these are the only like associations I can make. but it's that feeling of like oh my yeah. god like I but it never ends right. it's like that ongoing feeling forever right forever yeah. and crazy. yeah isn't crazy. that crazy so Anyway, time goes on. Time goes on. More videos are more videos are posted. Indeed, I start to see four 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 everywhere. Do you remember this? I would. I think so. Yeah. I would see four four four. It would be forty four degrees. It was four 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 everywhere, and I was like, "What the hell does this mean?" And this was happening before I even posted on TikTok. And then I get on a live for the first time, I believe. Maybe it was like the second time. I think it was the first time I ever went live on TikTok. And I just consistently had 444 Really? Yes. I don't remember. Yeah. Right? And so I tell my viewers, I'm like, guys. And I start bawling. I start bawling. Mm. Yeah, I started crying. Because I was like, guys, it finally hit me what it meant. Yeah. It finally hit me what this meant because i had screenshots and snapchats of this 444 every and this 444 on the fucking live excuse my language would not leave right and i was like i get it this is what i'm meant to do yeah and that's when it hit me and so i did i continued and the videos continued to do well and before i knew it i was at you know 50k then 100k it was happening overnight yeah and it really, like, I just couldn't sleep for, like, three months. Like, I just <laughs> could not sleep because all I would do is refresh because that feeling, it's an addiction. And I'll do a whole episode probably on the addiction that is social media. Yeah. But it's crazy. It's it's absolutely bonkers. And, man, I don't even know what the rest of the story is. I was just continuing this journey. Yeah, I think, like... As someone that watched it happen, 
and this is like this is how most people probably feel when their friends blow up on TikTok. Like you it, kind of end at thirty minutes, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah, so but continue, continue. You just get, kind of get desensitized to your like, like. Mm-hmm. Like I think it astounds. Like when you you know come across someone that has like five hundred k followers in, on TikTok or like even a million, you're like oh, like especially a million, you're like oh my god, like that's that person from TikTok. But I feel like when you're <laughs> friends with them, <laughs> it's so not like a factor in like it's such a minute thing. It's, yeah, it's so normal. It yeah. doesn't feel, and what's funny is because right before this happened, I was seeing a guy who had a, um, one video on TikTok. It wasn't even his account. It was, oh, do you remember? He had one video up, on TikTok right? that had like 200K views or something oh, like that. Yeah. And I, maybe it was more, maybe it was like 700K. Yeah. But like, and I thought it was like the, I was like, right. how am I in your presence right now? Yeah, <laughs> right? I was yeah. like, oh my God. It like took me aback. I was like, oh my God. He's right. in a video. It's 700. And it's just like insane. And then the, lump, the numbers just lose their value. Oh, they, and, but obviously. That goes into the social media thing. I don't yeah, yeah. That's not, and that's, and that's the thing is I think people, you know, hate on social media creators for feeling that way. But it's like, how can you conceptualize a million? Right. It's, how? Yeah. You can't. And it's such a progressive thing too. Like it just slowly happens and you have no control over it. And it's actually really sad. Yeah, but she does care about all of her followers. Emily knows Fact. this. Emily, and she, Emily like, knows this. This is this is a bit strange for me, so forgive me for <laughs> this, but, like, she genuinely wants to be friends with her followers and, like, Aww. the people that support her, which makes sense. But I think as someone that – I mean, I'm not in her shoes, so, like, I can't say that I would, wouldn't be the same way, but I am definitely not the type of person that, if that did happen to me, I would want to be, like – like trying to meet up with them in person like I think she just genuinely or just have a connection yeah yeah and maybe that's just because you work with tarot and you want to read like you read these people's energy but yeah kudos yeah. to you she genuinely cares about you guys thank you and I do I do we're gonna have to pause for a minute guys anyway so I don't even know where we left off okay great yeah you know let's let's wrap it up because yeah. we we don't want to keep you waiting but Long story short, you know, it's I I went into this because I love spirituality. I love people. I love mm-hmm. the audience. I love I love all of you. But, you know, it's crazy because I've gained so much from this and I will never be able to thank you guys for what you guys have given me. The the doors that you have opened, the opportunities yeah. that this has afforded me and I mean, I could do a whole episode about that as well but i just want to thank you guys and thank you for listening in today for this episode for our first episode um but i wanted to say thank you of course and um yeah so well just to wrap it up emily and i we are master manifestors i mean it's true you guys may have heard about my secret manifestation method that I've talked about sometimes, which is walking around a body of water. Guys, it is no joke, she, Emily. She actually invented walking and invented <laughs> the body of water. So Yeah, I invented both. So now she's capitalizing off of it. So <laughs> this is an original thought that she had. Thank you. Thank you. We And now I get to partake in it, too. <laughs> <laughs> but... It's crazy powerful, guys. You walk around. I feel like they think I'm going to bully you. Like, I'm bullying <laughs> you. She does bully me. Yeah. Send help. Anyway. So, <laughs> so um, we, you know, we start doing these walks. And they start off as, like, more gratitude. Yeah. Yeah. We just would walk and be like, 
I don't know. I don't even know how it came up. Like, well, we always have deep talks on these walks. Yeah. Deep yeah. ass talks. Yeah. And I mean, we were both really into manifestation. And so we started scripting. She introduced me to scripting, which was crazy crazy because so much of it has come all of it has come true actually um such a actually all of it yeah scripting is i think i think one of the most especially if you're like i mean you're an aquarius you have an aquarius Aquarius mercury Mercury, so that makes it it makes coincide a little bit it makes sense why i'm here with my aquarius mercury that's very yeah yeah. i think so too that and yeah a bunch of other placements i have if my time is right i don't know what time i was actually born exactly so we're guesstimating here but um so we you know and so these gratitude walks turned into you know manifestations yeah and guys it's crazy because literally every single thing that i've ever manifested on these walks has come true Every single thing. Yeah. And so this is a sign to you guys to not doubt yourself ever. Because really what it is is doubt. That kills the, the, power, the power. The magic. Yeah. The faith. It kills it off. So believe in yourself. And I think that's where we're going to end today's episode yeah. off. DM me and let me know your guys' thoughts on today's podcast. Thank you so much to Emily. Thanks for having me so much. <laughs> I'm I'm so blessed to be it's in so your dorm you room for the first time. I know. Oh, oh my god. god. You're, you're shorter in person. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Guys, guess my height. DM me. Um It's under 411. Stop. <laughs> no. Oh my god. But anyway, thank you guys for joining. Um, I would leave Emily's links and stuff, but she's too famous for I'm you guys. underground. She's <laughs> underground. All right, guys, take care. I love you. With love and light, Paristas. Bye. <laughs>